you are now listening to the She Said What podcast. This is your host, Yaya. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening to my previous episodes, talking about what that is, providing feedback, comments, laughing with me, joking with me. Um, It's definitely been a good experience getting these conversations out as well as telling my story and being able to hear what you guys have to say or if you guys have experienced the same thing too or what's with these niggas, you know? (laughs) So it's just been a great um, experience. I want y'all to keep listening, keep providing feedback. I especially love it. But we're going to get into this next he ain't make the cut um, guy. For this episode, we're going to call this guy M. Um, I don't think I've ever said names on this podcast. I think I've always just referred to the men in the third person. I don't know. But we're going to go ahead and get into... M and his podcast on this podcast and talk about, you know, that he ain't make the cut and why he did not make the cut. So again, this always starts off on my IG story about some dates that I've been on. Now, sometimes these dates are not in real time. Um, This particular story happened a few months ago, so it's not something that has happened to me recently, but I thought it was something that I should definitely bring up because who do these niggas think we are? I don't, I don't understand it. So backstory is um, I met this guy on a dating app per the usual. Maybe I need to give up dating apps. Does anybody have all these like interested stories from like dating apps too? Like I need to know because I've met some like really, really good people on dating apps. And then I've met some like crazy motherfuckers on dating apps. So let me know your feedback on that. So I met this dude on a dating app Um let me give you a little bit about me or tell you a little bit about myself. I am attracted to older men. I think the reason why I'm attracted to older men is because I've always been around boys, men, like my whole life. I have two older brothers. They're like older than me. You know, I never really hung out with people like my age in general. Um, my like sisters that I'm like super close with are older than me. My friends that I'm like super close with are like older than me. So I've just always been attracted to some people who are a little bit more older than me on the age side. Um, So this guy is 48. And as you know, I'm 28. Or if you don't know, I'm 28. Um, 90s baby, you know, you know what it is. All right. So, um... We talk, we link up on the um, dating app, have a conversation, you know, I'm like, yo, yeah, this is great, it's going well, conversation's flowing, he's like, okay, let's exchange numbers and go out. Now, here's the thing about this whole situation, and where the red flags were, that I should have stopped as soon as, you know, I started seeing some of these red flags. So, red flag number one is that he had four kids. Now, there's nothing wrong with having kids. And I literally was just talking to this about my friends the other day. Like, I'm at an age in my life where most of the people that I talk to are either going to have a kid or multiple kids. There are not a lot of men out here who are 30 and up that don't have kids. And if you don't have kids, you know, that's great, you know, but I don't always run into those niggas or the guys that I do run into that don't have kids are broke. Like they don't want to do anything. They don't want to go out. They don't want to 
go anywhere. So it's super weird to me. It's like the guys that don't have kids are less fun than the niggas with kids. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. So first red flag was that he had four kids. But here's the thing. I'm not looking to play nobody's stepmama. Those ain't, you know, my children at this point because we're just dating. You know, we're not in a relationship. So it to me, it's like, okay, yes, you have four kids, but I'm still getting to know you. So that importance right now is not important because I don't even know if we're going to end up in a relationship. So we'll see. Right. So that was the first red flag. The second red flag for me was you 48 years old and you still selling drugs part time. Like, I get it. We all got to have a hustle. I'm with the hustle. Don't get me wrong. But at 48 years old, I just feel like you should be able to do something else with your time that doesn't require you being on the police's radar for selling some weed. Like, I just don't think that that's a good idea. But that's just me and my thought process. I I just thought, you know, at 48 that you would feel like, you know, let me give let me give this up. Maybe not. But, you know, that worked out for me because that's plug. So I'm like, okay, you know, you sell weed. That's a little bit different for somebody your age, but you got the weed. So that's cool. So the first time we went out, we went out on a date. I forgot where we went, but it was a good date. Um, We met up. We had a good time, good conversation, good drinks. um, And it was a really good vibe. Once we went out on that first date, the second date we went on, was like, actually, y'all, it was like probably one of like the best dates like I've ever been on. Um, he picked me up. We went downtown. Um, we went on a horse and carriage ride. Like, that was really dope. After we went on a horse and carriage ride, we like walked downtown. We did the Ferris wheel in Atlanta downtown. We had drinks. Like, it was like a really, really good night because... I just like good energy. Like, I like good energy and I like being out. So if you know that, hey, I like being out and you got all these things planned as we go out, that's great. I love that. So we had a really good time. Great date. Um, Like I said, a horse and carriage ride. Ferris wheel. Um, We went out for drinks. All that, right? So after the date, he asked me to come spend the night with him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Like, I don't have no problem with coming and spending the night with you. So I went to his house to spend the night with him. Now, before I went to spend the night with him, I told him, I'm like, look, just because we went on this great date don't mean you getting none. Because for me, it's not an automatic thing for me to give up pussy just because you spent money. Like, I think that's where men don't understand. Like, that's not where it correlates. How women decide to give you pussy or let me explain to you how good women uh, decide to, well, I don't want to say good women. So let me say, let me say how women decide that they want to give up or give into you or go ahead and allow you to be able to experience having sex with them is it's a feeling. It's an emotional, physical attachment that you draw to this person that you say, you know what? I actually want to like engage in this activity with this person because I know that the feelings that I have for them is going to intensify and make this experience better. Right? So yes, we had a great date. 
Gay did, you know, the horse and carriage ride and winding down and all that stuff. But that don't mean that was automatically going to mean that, yeah, I'm going to give it up. Like, that's just not an automatic for me. So, um, we get back to his crib. You know, we have that conversation. He's like, you know, I understand. It's cool, whatever. One thing I will respect about this man is that he never made a move. Like, we laid in bed together. We went to sleep. We got up. Like, never made a move. So that to me was like, oh, this is going great. Like he gets it. I don't have to explain to him, you know, what this is, whatever. So this is great. So I want to say like the week leading up, uh, the week after that, we maybe seen each other maybe like two or three more times. Me going over to his house to chill, smoke or whatever. We might have went out for like a taco Tuesday or something, but just like regular stuff, right? Like nothing like too major. So I want to say we were talking at that point for like two weeks. After we were talking at that point for two weeks, we both went out of town. He went back home to see his parents um, in another state. And I went traveling somewhere. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Um, So when he went home to see his folks, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm the oldest. So, like, you know, I got to take care of my parents, you know, explaining all this stuff. You know, plus his kids all still live in that other state as well. So he's like, you know, when I go home, it's really like... Seeing my kids, making sure that they're good, and, like, checking on my parents, which I completely understand. So, we both, like, all right, cool. So, he he's doing what he needs to do. I'm doing what I need to do. We get back. Before we left for vacation, we agreed that when we got back from vacation, that we would see each other, chill, link up, go on a date, you know, just catch up. Because we hadn't seen each other while we were both out of town. So, I got back in town before he did. No, I think he got back in town before I did. So when he got back in town, he's like, you know, hey, am I still seeing you tonight? Are we still linking up? And I'm like, yeah, we can still, you know, chill. We can link up and stuff like that. I know you said, you know, we wanted to go out. So, you know, just let me know where I need to meet you. So in the midst of us having that conversation, he goes and tells me like, yeah, man, like I spent a lot of money at home. I didn't expect to spend all this money like with my parents. Like, you know, I was giving them stuff, buying and shopping for them, buying and shopping for my kids. I had to do all this stuff for my sons, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like you are 48 years old. These four kids that you had have been around. So you already know that you were going to have to spend some type of money when you went home. You were not prepared for the amount of money you spent. Granted, I get it. We all have situations like that. But in the midst of the conversation, instead of saying like, yeah, I spent all this money and now I can't take you out on a date, the conversation went a little bit like this. It went, hey, I'm low on funds. Okay, I'm, you know, I know it's a lot. You going back home and doing a lot and, you know, it, it, money is, is, is tight. I know what that means. Yeah, I'm going to have to really work in overdrive when I come back. You know, I, I definitely spent way more than I thought I, 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 thought I would. I'm like, no, I totally understand that. You know, you got to get in grind mode, you know, do what you need to do so that way you can get your money back. He was like, yeah, I'm going to definitely make it back. It's never a problem. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I continue on with my day because nowhere in that conversation did he say, hey, we were canceling our date. Hey, the money that I did spend and me being low on cash is not going to allow me to go out with you. None of those things. Those were just him saying, hey, I'm low on funds and I need to get my money right to make sure that I'm not low on funds anymore. So this is what I mean about clear communication, because for me, I felt like he wanted me to assume that 
because he was low on funds that I was supposed to be Captain Save a Ho. And I'm not. I'm not going to be Captain Save a Ho. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and provide all these things for you because, one, we're just dating. So I don't know what it is with niggas thinking that it's okay to, like, ask for, like, relationship things in a dating status. But that doesn't happen. You don't ask a woman for money and you there's no title. There's no, like, foundation. Now, granted, yeah, we go out on dates. And, yeah, you paying for dates. But that's a part of the dating process. And in the same instance, I don't have a problem with paying for dates either. And if you talk to any of my exes, any of my friends, they will tell you that. They will tell you that I legit buy my niggas gifts, cook, clean, do all that stuff, go out, we go out, like all types of stuff. I never have a problem um, with reciprocating what is given to me, reciprocating that back. But I think guys just automatically think because we go out on dates and we hanging out that that's automatically supposed to happen. And it's not. So it comes to the part of the conversation where we're supposed to link up. I asked him what time we linking up. He's like, you know, hey, I got to let you know because, you know, I just got back in town. I need to get something straight first before, you know, we link up. So I'm like, okay, cool. So as he gets back into town, you know, we trying to get closer to the time where, you know, it's getting late now. It's probably going on like six, seven o'clock. And he's like, he sends me a text and he's like, yeah, man, you know, it's been a lot. I got a lot going on. You know, um, I'm gonna have to take it easy this week coming up because, you know, I really spent a lot of money. So I was like, no, I totally understand that. You know, you got to wait till Friday. You know, some days, some, some months it's, it's check to check. Like I get it. So then he goes to say, well, just to be transparent, my son is here with me now. So, you know, I can't really have you come over and spend a night and stuff like that, how, how we plan, because I'm taking care of him this week. So I'm like, okay, cool. I totally understand. You know, no problem. Because guess what, y'all? I have my own home that I can go to. Don't need to stay at no nigga's house. So that leads to the part of the conversation where he's like, yeah, so we we supposed to go out on this date, but you going um I'm gonna read the exact verbiage of this text message. So I'm gonna read y'all the exact verbiage of this text message so you can formulate an opinion for yourself and let me know how you feel about what he said. So the conversation went like this. What you doing? Just put some laundry on and about to smoke. That's what's up. So you treating us this week to eat? So now I got the thinking emoji. I thought you were the one treating, LOL. I told you I spent a lot. Oh, period. Because that's the sentence. Oh. I didn't think that was affecting our dates. Thought you were just talking in general. He responds, it's cool. Then follows up and says, well, are you? Never mind. I see you slow talking. I respond and say, I'm slow talking because I'm taking longer than two minutes to respond. Okay. He says, no, I just thought that you, I just thought, why would you have to ask anything? Just pay. I respond and say, well, I didn't ask anything. You asked me a question and I was looking for clarification. 
Then he goes on to say, you know, I'm not really in a good mood. I got all this stuff going on with my son and everything going on. So, you know, let's just go ahead and cancel the date. And I respond with, okay. Now, in this instance of him saying to me, just pay. I'm just supposed to pay for you because you spent all your money doing certain things back home for you and your family. And instead of just saying that, hey, I'm broke right now and I can't take you out. You just assuming that I'm supposed to pay for us. Now, I think what people don't really catch in the text message in the beginning part was he wasn't just looking for a meal for today. He was looking for a meal for the whole week. Meals, plural, multiple. Seven days, a week and seven days. So you were looking for me to feed you for a week because you spent your money doing what the fuck you wanted to do for yourself. That's not how that worked. And how do you just assume because we're talking and in the dating stage that I'm just supposed to feed you, like continue to pay for these dates, although we don't have to? Like, I think men, instead of just being honest, right, and saying like, look, I know we're supposed to go out this week, but I spent all my money and I ain't really got it. So can you go ahead and just cover for us? That's not what he said to me. It was like on some, oh, yeah, so you you going to pay or, or no. First of all, sir, your delivery is, is trash. And second of all, you haven't even provided any dick to even know if you're worth being paid for a date. Like, it just was such a turnoff. And at that point, it was like, there's no way that we're going to be able to recover from this situation because, sir, who do you think you are? And if you forgot about it, y'all, this man is 48 years old. 48 years old with four kids. And I had a, a, a thought in my mind, like when all of this was going on, I had a thought in my mind. I was like, damn, would he want his daughter to be paying for a date for a man that's 20 years older than her? Like, the math ain't mathin' for me. So, the next day, we follow with a conversation of, you know, good morning. And he proceeds to tell me that he's going to be honest. I lost poise by the way I responded and reacted to the previous conversation that happened yesterday. And, um, you know, basically that... It adds up of like us going out and that he had us anytime we went out. But when it came to us going out, that I didn't have him. And here's the biggest issue I think that I have with this whole issue is that there wasn't clear communication. And that's all that needed to happen. And to be honest with you, to be fucking direct. Don't tell me that, oh, you spent all this money and you got to chill with spending money but still planning on going out on a date. I don't know what that means, sir. Because for me, I can say I need to stop spending money, but still have money to spend. Like, I could be like, yeah, I'm broke, but I know that I still got it. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's a difference sometimes. So you need to be clear in what you're, what you're saying. 
And basically, it just made me realize, like, yeah, he ain't, he ain't gonna make the cut. Um, I want to say that it was very interesting from the conversation where I said that his approach was totally wrong. He says this. He said, and this is his response. He says, that's on you. Instead of saying, I thought you was treating, why not say, I got us? Come on now. You know the difference between I didn't care about costs when we go out. My response to his reply is this. I don't care about cost either. I don't care about paying for dates either. But I do care about clear communication. I care about someone be able to clearly communicate to me that, hey, I'm in a bind. I didn't really got it. The dates that I know that we plan to go on that I said we were going to go on, I can't really do that this week. Can we reschedule? For me to be able to offer the opportunity to say like, yeah, boo, I got us. Don't worry about it. We still going to go out. What time I need to meet you? Because that would have been my response if he communicated that with me clearly. Instead, he want to say things like, oh, I'm short on cash or, oh, I spent a lot. For me to just assume that, oh, yeah, I'm just going to open up my wallet for you. That's not how dating works. And it just was really baffling to me as a 48-year-old man that that was his response. Like, he literally did not want to date me anymore because I refused to pay for his meals for a week. He legit asked me to go out and pay for the meals for the rest of this week because he spent too much money when he went home. How is that now my issue? Man, I, I feel y'all on the guys that be like, what's up? You know, women be using us for like meals and stuff like that. Like if that's what's really happening, then that's crazy. Because I feel like my man tried to get me for a, a seven day meal plan. Like he definitely tried to get me. Because that is crazy to me that he just assumed that I was just supposed to pay. So let me know if y'all got any like crazy stories like that or if y'all have ever experienced some situation where a guy assumed that you're supposed to open up your wallet for you because he took you on a few nice dates. And nice dates, I'm being, you know, generous because, yeah, we went on the Ferris wheel, we went on a horse ride and stuff like that. But that's that's honestly like normal shit. Unless you, like, fly me out the country or the state. you No, no, actually not even the state. It has to be out the country. Then I can say, like, you know, you really did something for me. But, like, that's not really it. And I can't wait. I'm actually going out on a date this Sunday. And the date that I'm going out to this Sunday, I paid for everything. The man didn't pay for nothing. Why? Because I wanted to do so. And even in an instance where, let me show you something else that doesn't even require dates. I, sometime last week, had a date last week where me and one of the guys that I talked to was sending each other like food videos and shit because, boy, I love to watch people cook on IG. It's like my new favorite thing to do with these reels. He sent me the reel about some like um, 
fried lobster, something like that. That shit was banging. And I say that because he made it for me. So you know what I'm gonna do in re return? I sent him a video and I'm gonna make it for him. Yes, I'm able to reciprocate, but it has to be the energy that is given. And it shouldn't be forced. It should be natural. It should be genuine. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a, a reaction of where I'm able to do for someone and it's coming from a genuine place and not from a place of like, I'm looking for something in return. Because if you're looking for something in return, you're going to always be disappointed. So that's my story on He Ain't Make the Cut this week. Um, his old ass... Definitely didn't make the cut with all the shit he was doing. So, you know, it's on to the next one. I wish that man well. And, you know, it's, it, it just is what it is. The date, the dating scene continues. Um, So I definitely... I was telling my friends that I always talk about, like, all the bad niggas. Because that's, like, what y'all like. Y'all like to hear the mess. Um, But I've been thinking about maybe doing an episode of, like, the... The guys that do treat me good. Like, because I do have, like, a lot of guys that I date that, like, do right by me. Which is why I don't settle for bullshit. So, I might do an episode on that, but we'll see. But the mess, I'm pretty sure the mess will continue. Um, so, you know, definitely, like, I always say thank you so much for listening to the She Said What podcast. Please follow me um, on social media. IG is She Said What podcast. Um, personal IG is Yaya said, I'll give that out because my profile is public. So you can find me if you want. Um, I made a TikTok y'all. I don't know about this TikTok wave. That's something we got. We're going to have to talk about, um, Facebook. She said what podcast, um, you can find me on there as well. And listen, my girl Q is supposed to be coming on here to talk about a dating story that she's, she told me she had in Vegas. And I've been trying to get her on this podcast, but she's been fronting. But I'm going to make sure, and I'm going to shout her out at the end of this episode so she hear this, so she know that we got to talk about this shit that went on in Vegas. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for always listening. And I'll definitely be back with more of the She Said What podcast and He Ain't Make the Cut. Peace. <laughs>